welcome to the Immigration Update Podcast, the podcast that immigration professionals and foreign nationals turn to for up-to-the-minute information. In this episode, in the Notice of Proposed Rulemaking, or NPRM, published by the Department of Homeland Security, on October 23, 2023, DHS proposed to create a use-or-lose provision that would prohibit banking H-1B time. Such a provision would require beneficiaries of approved H-1B cap petitions to timely enter the U.S. and commence employment with the petitioner. Why is DHS making such a proposal, and what will be the consequences? We'll get to that in a moment, but I want to remind you first that this and every episode of the podcast comes from an article that was written by immigration partner Lynn Walker. The article appears in full on her LinkedIn page, along with many other articles of interest to the immigration law community. I highly recommend you check out her feed and follow. And as always, please spell Lynn L-I-N when searching for her content. So let's get back to this use-it-or-lose-it provision that DHS has recently published. Well, according to the agency, quote, a significant percentage of H-1B beneficiaries do not enter the United States within six months of the requested employment start date or H-1B petition approval date, whichever was later, or within 90 days of the visa validity start date. DHS continues, the data also show a large percentage of new or amended petitions received before the beneficiary's arrival in the United States, suggesting that there may not have been a bona fide job opportunity available at the time of filing, and the initial petition filed was simply to secure an H-1B cap number for the worker, end quote. According to DHS, more an average of nearly 43% of beneficiaries with approved H-1B cap petitions arrived in the U.S. more than six months after the requested start date of the petition or H-1B approval date, whichever was later, in fiscal years 2017 through 2022, and that's not including data from 2021. Of these, approximately 15% were the beneficiaries of amended or new H-1B petitions, filed before the beneficiary ever arrived to the U.S. To DHS, this is evidence that there are, and this is the important part, quote, petitioners filing H-1B petitions and taking up cap numbers without having non-speculative job opportunities, end quote. Based on these data, DHS is proposing a rule that would make it impossible to, quote-unquote, bank an H-1B approval, for use at a later time, or to enable an amended or new H-1B petition to be filed on behalf of a beneficiary who has an H-1B cap approval but has never entered the U.S. to work for the original petitioner. So DHS has two proposals in the works that it is considering but which the agency acknowledges are problematic. The first is to require petitioners to notify USCIS if a beneficiary does not apply for admission after a certain amount of time, so that USCIS may resolve the approval. Or, second, create a rebuttable presumption that a petitioner only had a speculative position available for the beneficiary of an approved cap petition if A. There was a delayed entry, or B. Another petitioner files an amended or new H-1B petition for the beneficiary before they ever entered the U.S. As these two proposals are problematic, DHS is seeking comments from immigration practitioners, that's you, 
that would further curb or eliminate H-1B banking. We encourage all stakeholders to submit comments, suggestions, and or alternatives to these proposed amendments in order to create a modernized H-1B program that operates efficiently and fairly and takes into account the realities of today's workforce and the needs of U.S. employers. Thanks for listening to the Immigration Update Podcast with Attorney Lynn Walker. We'll be back next week with more breaking news of interest to the immigration law community. If you like what you hear, please follow, rate, and review the podcast. It really helps us grow. If you'd like to suggest a topic for our podcast or have any questions about your particular business immigration situation, please contact Lynn at lwalker at minor.com. That's lwalker at meynr.com. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.